So I love to future vision. And it's given me so much wisdom. I didn't know that my future self had so much info, insight, and clarity, but she does. And so what I do is either before I go to sleep or first thing in the morning, I will drop into a meditative state. Sometimes I'll put on music. Sometimes I won't. But I allow myself to really relax in my body. And then I allow myself to connect to my breath. And then I bring myself to a future moment one year from this moment. And it helps me to visualize myself walking in through a door. And as I walk in a door on the other side is this year from now moment. Who do I see? How do I feel? Where am I? What, is, what do my surroundings look like? What am I doing? What does my life consist of? What, is, what feels like is important to me? What does it seem like I have let go of? How do I carry myself? What energy am I bringing into this future moment? What does it feel like I have healed? What has now come naturally to me, whereas a year ago was really hard? So I just allow myself to be in this future moment, like really be there. I don't rush out. I'm not like, like let's end this visualization. I really indulge in this moment. And what tends to happen is I get emotional. I get really emotional because it gets so real. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my heart. And I'm usually brought to tears, not because I'm sad, but because I just, I know that's within me. And so I think it's a feeling of just like, wow, Linz, like if there's ever a moment that you doubt yourself, like, please don't, please don't because it's within you and you have the ability to create this and feel this. So second approach is future visioning. So again, you're going to drop into meditation. You're going to bring yourself to a future moment, I'd say a year from now. If five years from now feels better, do whatever feels good for you. You're going to walk through a door in your visualization. And on the other side is a year from now or five years from now. And you're just going to explore like what this life is, how you feel, what it looks like, who you're with, etc. And what I want you to do after this visualization is write down just the, the very potent messages from this vision. So you're going to write down maybe how you felt and you're like, I felt lighter. I felt more confident. I felt more like myself, like I could be silly. And if that really is so meaningful and powerful to you, you're going to write that down. And if there's any other messages that come through as far as like, you know, when you saw yourself in this future vision, you realize that you were carrying yourself in a different way physically and just noting what that feels like, what that looks like, and how might you embody that more today. So allow yourself to journal freely for as long as you know you want to channel that message from your vision. But this is a practice that I am obsessed with and that has changed my life. And it's also just such a good and true reminder. It has often reminded me that like life is long right? Life is really long and I can 
get so worked up that like, I don't have the next thing lined up. I don't have the next thing set up and ready to launch. I'm ready to go and all figured out and so clear. And I future vision the other day and I was like, wow, like I forget that really good things sometimes take time and it's a process. And in my future vision that I did the other day, what is slowly starting to crystallize in my heart and mind as far as what's quote next it wasn't fully formed a year from now. Interestingly, part of me was like, gosh, darn it. Why isn't it fully formed? But the message for me was, yeah, well, it's going to take time. And it also requires you to be here right now in your life. Because that is what is priming you for this next thing. And that is my third and final approach to just understanding the next thing is just being in my life right now. Not getting so wrapped up in figuring out what is next because oftentimes where we are now in our life is priming us for what is next. I would say I would bank on every time, every moment is priming you for what's next. But for me specifically, I'll, I'll just use my own experience as an example. Being in this new season of motherhood, I know I am learning so much on a daily basis. And I know that what I am learning and how I am navigating this and just the, yeah, the, the fruitfulness of this experience is going to be the fertilizer, if you will, for the next thing. I know that it is inspiring something bigger than me. And I have this excitement for the surprise of it. I have this excitement for like, wow, okay. So all I have to do is really just be present for my life my child and my family and be the curious person that I am, learn as much as I can, experiment, fail, fall down, get up, cry, you know, like really just live my life. And in doing so, I won't have to try so hard to think of or create the next thing. And it's really required me to, to deconstruct some of my programming. Because I am in a world right now where like people all around me are launching shit all the time, okay? Launching a program and a course and a thing and a book and a book. And it's amazing and it inspires me. And if that is your cadence, more power to you, baby. But your girl is just not there and not necessarily innately the type. But I'm in this world. And so sometimes I feel pressure. I feel pressure and self-induced pressure to create the next offer and create the next thing on how I'm going to support my community, my audience. And while that's not inherently bad whatsoever, it's just not the place from which I want to create the next thing. So it's been just truly a relief to understand that 
it is my, it will be my capacity to be fully in my life that will birth the next thing. And it will be more effortless than anything has ever been. It will be more natural and things will just align. People will come in to support it. There will be opportunities that open up to make it happen. And I really, truly believe that. And it's brought me so much peace and honestly has opened up such a a feeling of creativity that I haven't felt in a while. I don't know if you've ever felt this, but when you're so in your head, creativity cannot flow. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. it sounds corny, but it's like when you are thinking like, what is the next thing? I have to think of it. I have to think of it. I have to think of it. We're not feeling into the heart of the matter. And it's it's just not the way that I want to create. And I don't want you to create either. I don't want you to rack your brain and create something potentially based on, you know, what you see other people doing or what the market needs. But I really want it to feel good in your heart. And if that's what the market needs, great. And fat aligns, awesome. But like, it's not sustainable if you're not excited by it. If, you know, you can't create a lifestyle around it. If your core values don't live with it, right? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.